All right. Um, this is the second episode of the Tour de Todd Cycling Podcast. I'm Todd Wilson, of course. And, um, you know, this one I think is important because uh, throughout the country, um, here in Florida, you see a lot of women on bikes. And, you know, this is more geared towards those ladies that actually really like to get out there and be competitive, um, but ride also a lot. Um, and so this is the woman's episode. Now I do want to say this as a, as a forward that I did try to get multiple women on here, but it just wasn't possible. Even women of color, it just didn't happen, but we do have a special lady here today. And now, you know, this is pretty cool. Um, her name is Anne. And I would call her, if she doesn't mind me saying, a bad mama jamma, okay? <laughs> <laughs> because um, she kicks butt on a bike, and I've seen her on a bike before. She may have not seen me, but because she's always up front doing her thing. But, Anne, I'm gonna, I, wanna, I want you to introduce yourself to, my, to the audience. Okay, my name is Anne, as Todd said. Um, I am... Decided uh, only this year uh, to do something a little bit outside my comfort zone. I'd been cycling for a while, several years, and outside my comfort zone. And I decided to try to race. And that's what got me to how Todd describes me as being competitive. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but I originally started to cycle uh, on a road bike mm -hmm. as opposed to a commuter bike about... Uh, actually, um, 18 years ago, because we moved to South Florida, and I was a runner, and I decided it was too hot to run every day. Oh, yeah. Oh, I agree. <laughs> so I bought myself a road bike, and my husband taught me uh, all the ins and outs of clipping in and clipping out, and, and here I am today. Uh, okay, let's go back to the beginning now, because many people are probably going to listen, and they're like, wait, that lady has an accent. So you are originally from... Ireland. Correct. Uh, Dublin? Yes. Okay. Uh, lived in London. And yes. then from London to South Florida. What made you move to South Florida? So my husband is American. Uh, okay. Born in Brooklyn. And he came to Dublin to do a PhD uh, at Trinity College. And I yeah. was in med school there. And we met playing basketball. Wow. <laughs> he was captain of the men's team. I was captain of the ladies' team. And yeah. here we are, 35 years later. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Okay, so let me ask you this. You, you decide to get on a road bike. You're here in South Florida. And what was your experience like making that decision as a woman? Um, 18 years ago, I'm not sure that there were a ton of women on bikes locally, but now I would say it's amazing to see. But what was that? What was it like? Well, I, initially, like I said, I was really only doing it to kind of cross train on yeah. those terribly hot days. But um, it became more exciting as the years went on, and I found that there were a couple more women in the regular group rides, and yeah. I would join in and yeah. you know have a go, and the one. You know, it, it, sometimes for events, you know, so if you went to do a Grand Fondo or whatever, yeah. um, you definitely in the minority. Yeah. Um, but it was always fun because I think it always meant that there were 
really fast guys or whatever yep. and fast women um to to train with yep. and so it always pushed me so yep. i have enjoyed it i wow know, yeah it's when you first got on the bike was it did did the fitness transfer for you because you're a runner to a rider um Yes, the aerobic fitness, you know, uh, definitely transferred. Yeah. But it was um, different muscle groups and also the positioning on a road bike yeah. can be a little extreme sometimes. Yeah. And so, you know, your back, your neck, your yeah. shoulders, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it took a while to kind of work some muscle yeah. <laughs> oh, <I laughs> muscles <understand>. in there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you know... Uh, it, the, my, my, my neck and shoulders were always my issues, so yeah. um, I just tried to work on those and, and figure it out. Was it, was it difficult to get used to riding in a pack? Yes. I didn't join a group for years. You know, I just would ride on my own yeah. or with my husband who introduced me to road cycling because um, he had been on a road bike for, for years before that. Yeah. Um, and... I started like with small groups uh, and watched and you know sat at the back a lot and you know figured it out and mm-hmm. tried to mm-hmm. follow the lead mm-hmm. um, and then eventually kind of moved up into bigger groups and yeah. you know but I always kind of tried to figure out what the how would I say the more organized safer rides are yeah. and you know I try to stick with those. That's not bad now. Once you're riding with a pack, did you notice at that time, let's say 18 years ago, that there weren't a lot of women on the rides? Or were there a lot of women? And how was that camaraderie? There weren't a lot of women, but I found, you know, a couple of girls who kind of thought the same and, you know, and we looked out for each other and, you know, were you know, happy uh, to ride as the minority in, in the groups yeah. um, and try, like I say, it pushed us because um, I don't think that uh, any of us really wanted to be, you know, kind of just the ones who hung off the back all the time. We wanted to be, yeah. you know, we wanted to do our pulls and take turns, etc. Yeah. And we found, you know, groups that then we actually then went and did some rides elsewhere in Florida, a, a Big group of us went one year and ro- rode around uh, Lake Tahoe on an organized ride wow. out there, which was really fun. Yeah. Um, and I've uh, often I'm out in Colorado during the summer, and I have a, another group, and it's slo- solely a woman's cycling group called the Vale Valley Vixens. And what a name! <laughs> <laughs> we I, I ride with them, so yeah, yeah we have fun. We How have big fun. would you say that group is? They're pretty big in numbers. However, uh, in terms of who shows up um, for any given ride, I'm going to say, you know, it can be as few as five and as big as maybe 20. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, it is pretty good. Absolutely. Harder to keep in a group in a mountainous uh, area because, mm, you know, some people climb faster, some people descend faster, yep. etc. But yeah. we have kind of meet-up points and yeah. get together again. So. Not bad. Let me ask you this. Um, from 18 years ago to now, have you seen more and more women? Oh, for sure. Of, even, even from all colors, all shades, just women, period. Uh, definitely more women. Uh, less 
um, how would I say, less colored women mm-hmm. um, in the groups that I ride in. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of black men, uh, a lot yeah. of Hispanic men, yeah. um, but less and less uh, of women of color. How's, your, how's the camaraderie among the ladies? Is there a bit of competitiveness there? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, good camaraderie. Yeah. Um, you know, and some of my best friends are cycling friends. Um, yeah. So yes, we, we get on well. But um, you know, it's good to if you can win the sprint <laughs> in any particular ride, yep. etc., yeah. or whatever. It, you know, it, it is competitive. So when when did you? So you? What took you so long to decide that you were going to race? I used to always say that uh, racing gets in the way of my working out because when you're racing, you gotta like train specifically for yeah. it. Yeah. You have to taper, <laughs> you have to take days off and rest. And yeah. I just like to get out on my bike, and I really, really do enjoy riding my bike just to ride my bike. Um, yeah. So. I was turning 60 uh, this year, and I decided, like I said at the beginning, that I wanted to do something, get outside my comfort zone. And it was actually a friend, Janine Seeger, who founded this Alpha Cycling yeah. uh, Club. And she has a, a women's race team and a men's race team. And wow. she saw me, we were chatting on the... Flacco ride, yeah. and I know you yeah. interviewed yeah, uh, Jone and Scott last yeah. week. Um, and she asked me, "Would I join?" And just I just did a gut reaction. I says, "Yes, please." <laughs> so I decided I would try to race this year. Okay, what is it about? Okay, what do you prefer to do? Is it road races, crits, and time trials? Which which three do you prefer? Or even now, you know, gravel, and you've got mountain biking. What do you prefer to do? I don't feel comfortable racing crits yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know that I have the the skill set for that. I didn't grow up by uh, riding, you know, bikes competitively, etc. But I do like a longer road race, mm-hmm. and um, I've only uh, done one time trial, but I really enjoyed it. So. Uh, yeah, I think, what, state champion? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, well, I think you enjoyed it a lot. Okay. But actually, it was in the Mercs category, so not yeah. on a time trial bike. You on a road regular bike. road bike? Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, um, but they hold a separate category for that, so I was competing against other women on road bikes. Yeah. 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 And when did that happen? In May, May of this year. And you torched them? I, would, I won. <laughs> I'm not going to say I torched them, but yes, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Okay, so when when's the last race you did? What was that, the last? That was it. Your, your, yeah. The time trial in, in May. May. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, what is it? What is it that attracts you to just riding your bike and then taking it to another level and competing? What is it about that? Because I think sometimes it, I think it takes a special person to really want to race a bicycle because you put yourself through a lot. Training, eating, rest, time away from family and friends, and that's just being an amateur. True. Um, I think I'm not sure that I'm committed to it. Actually, um, yeah. I hope Janine um, doesn't uh, <laughs> kill <laughs> me for first. saying that. Yes, yeah. um, because it, I, I get 
too worked up about it, I think. I, I, I put too much pressure on myself. And yeah. um, although I enjoy it in the moment, the, the week or so leading up to a race, yeah. you know, gets me very anxious, which, um, so I'm, I'm very competitive with myself. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I think I'm, I'm doing it for this year to do something different. Yeah. Um, and it remains to be seen what happens, you yeah. know, in the years to come, because I really just love being out on my bicycle and riding, yeah. um, you know, four, five, six times a week if I can. Yeah. So have you, have you as a woman, or do you know other women that have um, uh, had some unpleasantries in the sense of dealing with macho guys that think that women shouldn't be there and all that nonsense? Well, I do think that, you know, say in, I've ridden several Grand Fondos uh, over the years, and I do feel that we have to really fight a little bit harder for our place in the pack because there's an assumption made that we're going to drop, we're not going to keep the pace, we're going to open up a gap, et cetera, et cetera. So I do feel like I've been squeezed out a lot but i'm sure there are guys out there who feel that they've been squeezed out of packs as well so it's just part of the the game really yeah yeah would you recommend this sport to another woman and why absolutely is the answer so last year for instance my youngest daughter um was furloughed uh like so many other people and she had been working up in Boston and she decided to come down and spend her time off here in Florida with mom and dad and um, I jokingly said to her one day Meg do you want to come out uh, on a bike ride and she says absolutely so I I had an uh, uh, my previous bike, I, and she's about the same size as me, so we fitted her on that. And for the first couple of rides, we couldn't really ride for more than five miles at a time because Ooh. she had to stop to drink something. <laughs> she was <laughs> overheating. Yeah, I, I didn't have have the confidence yet to yeah, drink and ride at the same time. So we had we. Had, oh. <laughs> You know okay. what I mean? So we pull over. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's funny. Uh, no disrespect sorry, intended, Meg. but that is funny, Meg. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, so and she was pretty fit. She was a Division One water polo player oh, yeah. um, in her college in GW. So uh, she was in good shape. But like I said, we had some uh, issues at the beginning on the bike, but. Over this past year, she has become, she's now back at work and is finding it hard to cycle and work at the same time. But um, she's a really good cyclist. And she came out to Colorado with us last year and really had a ball on the mountains. So I would recommend it thoroughly. It's a great escape. Um, It's just freedom out on the bike. And even if you don't want to race, even if you don't want to join a big pack, I love riding solo. I just love getting up and going out there and, you know. Zone out. Zone out. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. Okay. I always ask, I ask everyone about this. Um, Riding up A1A, it is, I, I tell people that don't ride, it's an experience. Would you agree and why? Yeah, you know, it's kind of like where I started and I still love it. I really still love it. It is 
sometimes an experience. I always try to get out there early. Yeah. As you know, most of the group rides start early, but I always do try to leave. I have a really good uh, set of lights rear and front, yeah. and um, it's a little bit less chaotic then, yeah. uh, but especially at the weekends come like nine or ten o'clock around yeah. the beach areas oh it's like it's, it can be yes ma'am very busy yeah and you just have to be very aware yeah, yeah. after 18 years you're not bored of the same scene no and i i cycle from so i <laughs> live in telray i i mostly cycle like at least 10 miles south to meet groups um, and then I'll, they usually turn north, so yeah. we go north. I usually go past my house on the way home and cycle another. So I feel dizzy sometimes because yeah. I do many, so many U-turns. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I know the feeling. I do the same thing. I'm Lake Worth Beach, and yeah. I go... I go as far as I can to catch uh, Flacco's ride coming coming north, north yes. and then turn around, and then I go. And the, the funny thing is, I'll go all the way to the inlet, and then all the way down to Deerfield Beach, and then turn to a U-turn <laughs> and come back home. I hear you. Okay. Oh, my gosh. You know what? I've been riding uh, A1A. This is my first experience riding A1A. I moved back to Florida a year and a half ago, almost two years now. Okay. And I don't get bored with the view at all, ever no. riding, because it's so beautiful, because you can always, if you're going south, you can always look left, and you'll oh. see the beautiful ocean, and you're just like, oh my gosh, Absolutely. this is amazing. And we are usually out there for sunrise every single day. Yes, you know? ma'am. So it's like, yeah, it, I don't get bored with it at all. Not at all. No. Um, what are you riding, and um, why did you choose that bike? Okay, so I'm riding a Scott Addict. Um, yeah, uh, it's really beautiful. I chose it um, because I wanted a bike that would cross over between Florida and Colorado. So yeah. I had been on an Aero uh, Cervelo S3, which is Ooh. now maybe Meg's bike. Um, yeah. But um, huh? I... The Scott is uh, more of a road bike, um, yeah. and I had it fitted with um, gearing that works in uh, both places. Yeah. So I actually ride a smaller um, chainring set up front, so it's a 48. Are you riding compact? Uh, it's even smaller than that. Wow, so are you serious? A, yeah, so it's a 48.35 up front, but I have 12 speed um cassette yeah. so it goes from 10 to 26 oh you're pushing that big so, 10 okay. well sometimes <laughs> <laughs> i want to be like you but actually the 4810 is very similar to the right. 5311 yeah so what do you think of the the women specific uh, uh uh frames and bikes that they're coming out with i have never really looked into it to tell you the truth i interesting i am a fan of and I'm going to mention a, uh, a okay. cycling shop, Tune Cycles. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I'm good friends with both Ethan and Vince there. And Ethan, uh, who owns Tune Cycles, has always... Uh, I, I have ridden with him for years. Yes, ma'am. And he's always looked after me on yeah. the bike front. So I've bought my Cervelo there. I bought my Scott there. And they kind of helped me beforehand as to what frame yeah. will work for me and help me with the fitting. So... Big shout out there to Tune Cycles. <laughs> not bad, not bad. Okay, I, I always like to ask people this question because it's it's like when people say, well, if you had a million dollars, what would be your dream car, your dream house? Okay, 
if you had unlimited budget, what would be your dream bike? That's a good question. (laughs) 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 Surely from aesthetics, because I haven't ridden it or whatever, but I love the Bianchis. Ooh. Um, I love that Bianchi blue uh, color. But um, the other one, you know, that everybody, you know, seems to swear by are the Pinarellos. Um, I don't know. I'm happy with my Scott Addict. I'm from Ireland, like I said. It's a really dark green. I call her the Emerald Queen. Oh, I love that. You named your bike. (laughs) I named my bike. (laughs) And I love my Emerald Queen. Okay. My dream bike, if I could get it, would be... A basso uh, okay. with Dura Ace. I would do electric DI2 Two. and deep dish wheels. Okay. That would be my dream, dream bike at this moment. I've always liked I had a basso track bike when I first started racing. Uh, on the track, and it was a beautiful bike, and I've always had a anchored after another one. Man, yes. Oh my gosh. Well, so. I'm I'm lucky. I, I I'm riding Shimano, or I'm riding um, uh, Shram for the first time. Oh, how do you uh, like it? Uh, and I do really like it. And the reason I chose it this time because I had Di two on the Cervelo. Oh, so uh, you've gone electric. You're not uh, me- you're not Mech anymore. No, no. Oh, you big money. I, I want. <laughs> can you adopt me? I'd be the long lost black child that you never knew you had. That I never knew. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that old. Okay. <laughs> Understood, understood. Um, yeah, so I've, I've gone SRAM. And nice. Because they were the first, they were the ones that had uh, the 12-speed on the back. And that's yeah, yeah. what I wanted. And it's the first time I've uh, ridden disc brakes. Yeah. And How do you like it? Love it. Difference for, between? Especially out in the mountains. Yes, ma'am. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Out in the wow. mountains, it's really, really okay. uh a lot different yeah. uh, than the caliper. You've got the you've got the stopping power. Yes, you definitely do. And actually, I knew I noticed the big difference down here too in the rain. Did it did it make you nervous when you first pull that that lever and you're like, whoa, yeah, that thing stops. Absolutely, and it made me nervous too when they squeal in the yeah. rain and yeah. you know whatever. But yeah. uh, keeping them clean is you know paramount. But it it works. I love them. Okay, uh, let's get last word here. Um, what would you want people to know about this young lady sitting, you? This young lady. Um, I wish I were young. Um, it's all in the mind. All in the mind. Absolutely. Age is just a number. <laughs> um, yeah. What would I want them to know? Oh, that I used to cut up dead bodies for a living. Oh, my goodness. I'm a that rich. was the least I expected. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody in this room just stopped. It was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that is so I'm that's kind of cool actually apologist. what can i say are you serious i'm serious yeah oh my goodness that was pretty good well <laughs> i'm gonna close it on this okay so this has been another episode of the tour de todd cycling podcast um you know what i want you guys to do me a favor when you listen to this when you're finished hit that like and subscribe help a brother out um and i hope you enjoyed you know, just coming and, and hearing her perspective. Um, Anne is awesome. And I will definitely say hello when I see her on the rides again. 
And uh, I just want to say thank you guys uh, for uh, giving me this opportunity. But don't forget, we've got the Coach's Corner coming up. So Ivan Dominguez, of course, many of you should know, especially in South Florida, he's going to give us some tips on what we should be doing uh, this time of year as the season progresses near its end. So, hey, stick around.